0: If you want to check us, want us want out check on, all of, on all of our social media, media platforms, platforms, on Twitter at Tinfoil Hat Cast, on Instagram at Tinfoil Hat Pod, or allcomedy
1: t shirts.com, email us at tinfoilhatpod at gmail.com. Tinfoil Hey man, we're hey
0: the truth there, dog.
2: Tinfoil Hat. oh what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Are you ready to
0: get your mind blown? Yeah. Revolution will be podcasted. And welcome to another tin foil hat. You know who we are. You know what we're here to do. Uh, super excited for uh, a lot of things going on in the podcast. Uh, there's something we're about to drop uh, that we're very excited about, but we'll get into that on another episode. Uh, guys, check out the new t shirt designs. They are killing it. We have more t-shirts than ever. Go to allcomedytshirts.com. shirtscom Check out Tinfoil Hat. And give us those five-star reviews, homeboy. That, uh, helps the show. Give us those five stars. You can give us five stars and talk about how you love Ryan and you hate Sam. I'm fine with that. Just as long as it's five stars. Just light it up. That's all that matters. Uh, Ryan, how are you? Real good. I got a little present for you, Sam. Oh, presents time. So we get a lot
1: of of hate for not having coffee mugs. So I got myself a coffee mug here that says, let that shit go. Oh,
0: I like that.
1: (laughs) So it's pretty good. And as you can see yours, there's a t-shirt in there.
0: Go to the streets.
1: And the back says, snitches get stitches.
0: Oh, why did I get this? <laughs> yep.
1: And then. Am I snitching? You can go ahead and tell everyone what your mug says.
0: See? Fresh out of the fucks. I love it. Fresh out of fucks. Yes, I love oh, yeah. it. We're official, guys. We're Aren't official. we all? Why did, I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's all good. Joining us, uh, I'm very excited to call my, them my friends. Uh, they're two amazing people. They're doing. Great work. I always say that, like, tinfoil hat is the training wheels. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are the beginning of your journey into the realm of conspiracy. But these two guys go deep. They go really deep into it. And if you really want... Real, real research, real gas, real all that stuff. That I think Conspiracy Farm is the uh, podcast to go to. They're one of the one of our favorite people. Please welcome from Conspiracy Farm, Pat Melitich, and my man Jeffrey Wilson. How are you guys? You're my man too, Pat. We always go through.
3: Thank you you for those kind words, Sam. Absolutely. Very Caucasian of you. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I know, right? We're very. It's a very uh, interesting time to be here. A lot of great things going on with uh, Conspiracy Farm. Can you guys tell us a little bit about it, a little bit more for those who might not know your your past appearance with us and what's going on with your podcast?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, we've had, obviously, a myriad of guests on. We've had yourself recently. Uh, we had on Craig, Sawman, Sawyer, Veterans for Child Rescue, I'm blowing the lid off of, you know, kind of a little bit what we're going to talk about today. Dave
3: um, Zadie, former, former assistant director of counterespionage for the FBI, also high-level CIA. Um, geez, Several, Sonny, several Puzikas. Sonny Puzikas, former Spetsnaz, Russian Special Forces, uh, gosh. Peter just George. just had
2: on Les Stroud the other day, Survivor Man, Les Stroud. Um, we didn't have as much time as we wanted to have with him, but we got a great conversation with him. Eva Bartlett was our last episode, had some very interesting technical difficulties, which were unprecedented, um, quite frankly, uh, with Eva Bartlett, Canadian uh, investigative researcher who's been in Syria these last several years, just blowing the horn on all the horse shit. All the fake chemical attacks. What's really going on? The white helmets being completely manufactured. Is um, she the ISIS brunette being lady funded by the West? I'm is sorry. She,
0: is she the brunette
3: lady that you always see in those videos, calling That's out? Kind of really, you might be thinking that Diliana Gutanshaeva, who's the Bulgarian reporter who lost her job for uh, basically exposing who was really who was really funding and delivering the weapons to ISIS. Uh, ah,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, so you guys do. You guys are definitely into the geopolitical view, which I really love. And uh, so if you guys love our podcast... You guys should one hundred percent check out their podcast. I think it's wonderful. We're really enjoying their work. Now, do you guys got where can we get T shirts and all that stuff for you guys? Uh, our fans could check it out. Or
2: yeah, I mean, we have a Facebook link that or a Facebook like a PayPal link that's set up in pretty much all of our videos on iTunes, YouTube, etc. Just click on that bad boy. It's a little different than the normal marketplace thing. Just donate or just the twenty five bucks of what a T shirt costs specify what type you want this is the gi joe type font here we have other ones if you want to go check out our uh, facebook page the conspiracy farm you can see your options and just specify that in the description of size color the font and uh, shipping address
1: yeah, it's like we're one big family. When we showed up at Cobbs, the very first guy in line and it very was, first guy. And he was wearing there he was the conspiracy farm shirt. And I was like, that Wow. That was
2: awesome. Yeah. I did not know that gentleman. That was not something we prompted, but for Sam that was cool for you to send that picture. But yeah, it it just awesome. lets us know, man. We have love, man. We I mean, we are in over a hundred countries and it's it's I'm truly humbled just by the messages we get from literally all over. It's it's crazy, from Australia to Africa to California, Chicago I mean it's it's insane, but I mean it's growing. You? It's yes. growing. At
3: least we're happy that we're happy that people um, are starting to understand where the real news is coming from.
0: One hundred percent. And it was very interesting about that guy is he didn't want to take it. He didn't want me to take his picture. And I go, well, I'm going to send it to Pat and Jeffrey. No, he's like, oh, oh, okay. Then I'll take a picture, which is more the shadiness of our listeners who we love with all of our hearts. Uh, Everybody on this panel has been called a shill, compromised, all this stuff. Uh, How do you guys take it? Because it's almost like it can almost get overwhelming with the amount of like, how like in our our world of conspiracies, if people don't one if you don't one hundred percent agree with someone's point of view on conspiracies, they automatically call you a shill. And I don't know how you guys handle that or what kind of weirdness you've been called. Is there anything that stands out that's kind of interesting in the feedback you get?
3: Oh, well, I mean, we certainly deal with our share of of people calling us crazy and this and that. You know, and I pointed out on Twitter. You know, we've reached that point in society in the novel of 1984, Orwell's, Orwell's beautiful work, where those who speak the truth are, are, you know, ridiculed as being mentally unstable. And, you know, we have to remember that we are in pursuit of the truth. Um, we will not have cognitive dissonance. We will shake that off. We will, you know, see through the clouds. We'll see through all the bullshit and find the truth one way or another no matter what it costs us, you know, in terms of, look, if if people don't want to be my friend because they don't want to face the ugly truth, I'm okay with that. Because eventually the truth is going to come out and they're going to come running back and the door is going to be closed.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Three things cannot be long hidden. The sun, the moon, and the truth.
0: I couldn't agree with you more. But, you know, as Jeffrey and I were talking the other day, because, you know, once in a while we'll talk on the phone and do a little, kind of catch up on how we're our our lives are all going, and we were kind of talking about like the misinformation that is going on out there. That there is this one hundred percent movement by whether it's the deep state or whoever is flooding the 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 internet with a lot of information that is isn't done, and it's done very well. It's done very well. I don't know if you guys saw the picture that was supposed to be a uh, Podesta. John Podesta and Valerie Jarrett and everybody was like, oh, this is, this is them at, at a pizza gay party. And then it turned out it wasn't them. And I made the mistake of putting that on Facebook and I got a lot of shit for it. And I, I, uh, got some people that I care about a lot, a little, not upset, but a little worried. So how do you guys handle that? And what are your guys thoughts on that? Sure.
2: Well, I mean there there is kind of even in as we've talked about before Sam, we've talked about on the show, there has been a level of infiltration to what we call the alternative media or whatever you want to call it. And you know, we could we could point out names or we but Sam, you know, per what you said, I kind of fall into that trap sometimes. We had a gal not too long ago, Jenny Moonstone, who supposedly, you know, alleged victim of MKUltra and all this stuff, but she said a phrase that really stuck with me. She's like, "We're all MKUltra in some way, whether it's your March Madness brackets, you're a JFK freak, you're a 9 11 freak, whatever it is, like we all have our kind of biases we, we are trying to defend. But, you know, it's like you say all the time, Sam, we are living in very, very interesting times. You know, up is down, down is up.
3: It's interesting. The truth, look, here's the thing is um, when we see everything, everyone being exposed for crimes, crimes against children, crimes against women, crimes, crimes of all types right now. Um, it's that darkness to light phase, which I, I've said several times. You know, the apocalypse is not the end of the world. The apocalypsis, the ba- the root word from the Greek word apocalypsis is dark dark to light, shining light on on darkness, and it's all coming out. I think that's the basic phase we're in right now. And look, the thing about it is, is I think everybody has to sit back and say none of us are without sin. We've all done things wrong in our lives, and. It's all, in my mind, going to come out. It's all coming out for, for everybody. And it is it is what it is, man. I think like, uh, it's going to t- make a lot of people turn to good or <clears> it's <throat> going to make a lot of people scurry like rats off the mm-hmm. ship, man. And it's, it's uh, as Jeff said, a very interesting time. People are ter- terrified. You can tell, you know, when a Robert De Niro comes on network TV and yeah. screams F.U. Trump uh, twice in a row and the psycho stars jump up and and clap. You can see people in the crowd Who didn't get up who were like had their hands over their mouths going oh my god this is this is pure insanity and it is the times we're living in it's it's putting a lot of pressure on a lot of people and people are dropping like flies because of it and we talked about that months ago that as this stuff all started to unfold there was going to be people getting their necks stretched by ropes and bullets in the head and all kinds of stuff and it it has been happening
0: for sure uh you know when i posted that valerie jack thing i i you know just because i 've been told to explain it better, so I feel like I should right now the you know it was a basically a discussion of that yes, what Roseanne did violates human one hundred one we 've been told over time you know, as we should all know you don 't compare black people to apes that is wrong it 's wrong it 's old school race it 's wrong. But when I go when we start applying these these rules to these war criminals who and I consider Valerie Jack right up there with people yeah. like Dick Cheney and all those people where like she's a slumlord in Chicago and she's part of a group that made a decision to illegally assassinate uh, of um, uh, Muammar Gaddafi, which has led to open slave trades in Libya. There are, there are Africans being sold by Africans. And that to me breaks my heart. It breaks my, I want to cry. And I'm not even kidding when I say I want to cry that it's 2018 and this is still happening,
2: you know? Right, right. And we all what, what, what go on, go on, go on. What? Touched on is kind of like political correctness of speech, and I talked to you about this, Sam. If Roseanne Barr said what she said on stage, the ramifications I think would have been completely different. I think like the great Patrice O'Neill, God rest his soul. We are losing context in our conversations, Hmm. and I'm telling you, you know, it's I'm not. What you're saying is absolutely correct. For for a a person of, of you know Caucasian descent or whatever to say something resembling black people to apes. Is, is, you know, or monkeys or whatever, it's frowned upon. But if you hang out with black people enough, you hear the same thing with your old monkey ass. Where's where's Ralph at with your old monkey ass? Like, it happens, but we've lost context as it relates to this. And we're just so quick and so visceral in our tribe, when somebody supposedly says something against our tribe, yes. we're just, we don't even necessarily think. And that's kind of where we are. We, we've lost context as far as political correctness. The political police are ruining careers just because someone says something that somebody doesn't like. I mean, it's we gotta grow up a little bit, man. And if we start pumping the brakes a bit and start looking at this stuff in context, we hear so much worse from you guys, stand-up comedians, and we don't say a freaking word about it because you're at the Comedy Store, you're yeah. in whatever theater. We, right.
0: It's a uh, it's an you, interesting take sure. on it. And it, hey. it, it go. Uh, Do you get? Oh, I feel like we're having feedback here, but uh, it, it, and that's the whole thing. Like I, people have compared me to. They go, oh, and, uh, you're you're going to uh, be compared to Owen Benjamin, and Owen Benjamin <coughs> is on his own. Mm-hmm. V- jo- and I'm not here to pile on that guy. I've known Owen Benjamin for a long time. I am not Owen Benjamin. Owen Benjamin's doing his own thing, and I'm not going to defend Owen Benjamin because he's a grown ass man. And uh he's chosen a path which I do not follow and uh he not
2: who that is uh, he's a
0: he's a gentleman, he's a comic friend of mine from a long time. He's really taken to fighting political correctness, but he's taken it to this super far out length where you You're know straight. he's using the n word to be like, why can't I say this? And that, that's not really what I'm about. I i find that we get into this world of where we have to defend the worst, the worst stuff in order to be able to do just the little stuff. And that's not really what I'm I, What I'm looking for is just the ability to have a real conversation on stage about how different people. If you tell me to celebrate diversity, I, that also means I can laugh at diversity as well.
2: Absolutely. And again, again, the context is lost. And, you know, it's, it's a level of kind of selective butthurtness that we see. Granted, what Roseanne said, you know, we can have a conversation whether it's good or bad, but we have individuals in this country at the highest level fucking eating children, drinking their blood. You know what I'm saying? We cannot lose the... That's how we get... So, as we talk about it all the time, most people do not grasp the depths of the evil. So it's easier to talk about what Roseanne said or all these kind of political footballs when we kick around, when in fact... Fucking evil roams this countryside, unimpugned, and is absolutely no accountability. And half the people who are bitching about Trump voted for the bitches doing it. Yeah, right.
0: I completely agree with that. Now, which brings us, is there accountability? And I think we're starting to see it. And what we wanted to talk today, Eddie Bravo was supposed to come on, but there was a miscommunication. So I'm happy that we decided to do the episode anyways. And the big episode, and I don't know if it was you guys, I think you guys sent me this. It was about... The RICO Act that has now been done by, now is it by the U.S. government or is it by a group? It was
2: it was, it was in federal court and there's not just one, there's two. There was one that was in December by uh, six different actresses, 12, 6, 17. It was filed in a New York court, federal court. And then the most recent one filed June 1st by these three actresses. Um, I forget their names, but yeah, we have two separate ones, dude. And okay. yeah, Rico is ever, not everybody knows. This is the stuff that came out in the '70s because as like mafia hitmen would get pinched, they could never hit the higher guy, so they had to create this racketeer influence corrupt organizations act, which was founded on October 15th, 1970, which allowed the federal government to go act after the higher ups for operating a criminal enterprise.
3: So now what there's now what this is saying is is that through this lawsuit, a RICO lawsuit against Weinstein, Miramax, and Disney Disney. and other people. This implicates that all of those people were complicit or part of an organized crime um, organization, um, basically exploiting humans, females, children, who knows what else.
2: Do you want to know? Do you want to, uh, after reading all this material, do you want to hear a fucking bombshell? Hold a couple of people's hold, names on. who were in this indictment. Yeah, hold Nick's on, one second. Owner, hold, on. Hold, on. hold on, hold on,
0: hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold real quick, because I just, I just want to get into, I want to set the stage so people know exactly what Rico is. Okay, I know you gave the name. It's a racketeering, influence, and corruption. Uh, organization act and basically what it is it's commonly referred to as a rico act or simply rico it's the united states federal law that provides for extended criminal penalties and civil cause of actions of acts performed as part of an ongoing criminal organization the rico act focuses specifically on racketeering and allows leaders of these syndicates to be tried for their crimes by order others to do or assist them in doing closing a perceived loophole that allows a person who's instructed someone else to for example murder to be exempt from trial because they did not commit the crime themselves now this is very important because they use this on the mob as you stated jeffrey and what this allows them to do is uh basically what it does in my belief you guys correct me if i'm wrong if i commit a crime right anybody i do business with is so I, they can tr- use in this RICO Act, which allows them to go after a wide net of people to make sure nobody covers anybody's act. So everybody's involved. If you do business with me and I'm a criminal and I'm doing this stuff, they could add you into this RICO Act to, in case you have some information they know and they can also pull all your assets as well. Is that yeah, what you guys yeah, believe RICO
3: it's, is? It's a wide casting net. It's a wide casting net and it also assists and putting pressure on an awful lot of influential people and make them turn over on each other. That's that's when they're going to start eating each other is when things like this start happening. And dude, that's is,
2: what I was just saying, dude. A, a name in this, James Dolan, the owner of the New York Knicks, is in this indictment. Milwaukee Bucks owner, Mark Larcy, Holy last, last week is in this indictment. I mean, you're, Holy this is, the implications shit. of this, dude, if this mm-hmm. comes down as hard as they say, is going to be huge.
0: And this kind of, just because I don't want to jump the thing because I'm really trying to set this whole thing because I want to get into the who's who in two seconds. So this has been used in the past to take down the mob that, you know, and uh, basically the, the Italian mob, which I believe is kind of the gentleman's mob of the mob. They set these rules in which to be... I mean, if you take a look at how like Vegas and the music industry is, there's a, this whole saying that it was better when the mob ran it because they had a gentleman's agreement on how to operate. You know, you treat people well, you do this, you don't take out people's families and all this stuff. And now you've seen these other mobs kind of jump up, these MS-13s and all this stuff. And they have kind of like, they don't play by any rules. So, you know, this has kind of been... young. Know, this, this can be applied to Trump's sex trafficking. Trafficking bill, the FOSTA. What it, do you guys know the name of what that's exactly called? Do you guys know the name? I don't. Where
3: they can seize all the assets of anyone who's doing human trafficking.
0: Now this was a big thing because they uh, they passed this. What what we had a uh, uh, Justine Cross, Cross on Mistress, and I forget the they did they pass this bill first and. I forgot how it goes, but anyways, it, it was basically a big idea because everybody in the truth, or truth community was very excited because it was definitely meant to be go after sex trafficking. And mm-hmm. I think this kind of is a part of the whole Rico thing. This, they basically, if you're associated with any kind of sex trafficking, they can seize all your assets. Yep. And that is what basically happened with the guy who owned Backpage.
1: It's paving the road so that they can make legal and financial. Because at the end of the day, you're never going to affect people's morals. Yeah. You're never going to stop these billionaires that want to do speakless acts. But you know what they care about? Money.
0: All their money. So their that's
1: money. it. <laughs> so that's how you got to do it.
0: So let's get into, because uh, you brought up some great names that I didn't even know as I look at it right now. Uh, the who's who of this Who's been rico in this? First of all, the three actresses are, are Caitlin Dunley, La, La, Larissa Gomez, and Melissa Thompson. Now, I know of a Melissa Thompson who is... Uh, no, she's Christina Thompson. She, I thought she was on Fox Sports 1. I don't know who these three girls are, but they are the plaintiffs versus this group of people. Now, is the government behind them? Or are they just... Is this their lawsuit or is this the government's lawsuit? It's,
2: it's in federal court. So, I mean, like, there is some government aspect to it. But, I mean, it's it, – actually, it's a New York district court. So, I'm not sure the role the federal government
3: – And understand this, that um, to pave the way for this to even happen, the attorney general of New York had to be outed for his sexual you know, exploits and raping of women and everything else be removed. And then this lawsuit was able to be pushed forward – I wouldn't doubt that, you know, with his his uh, attitude and hatred for Trump and uh, a lot of the people that were wanting to file lawsuits like this, that it was all being held up by, by this guy. And once he was removed, you know, that this stuff is now able to go forward in New York. And I'm sure people are, are panic-stricken. They were panic-stricken the moment that guy got removed,
2: I guarantee it. Yeah. What... When he was doing a lot of stonewalling on the Wiener case, too. That was another he's, – he's pretty tied into the Anthony Wiener laptop and some of that Hillary stuff.
0: Uh, his name is Eric Schreiderman. Is that who the guy, is name that stepped yeah. down? Okay, so he stepped down. Now, he's very interesting because, again, here we go. It's a lot of talk about his connection to Anthony Weiner, which we've talked a lot about in the past, and his connection to the Nexium cult that we did a whole episode on with the Truth right. Cat, and how there's this gentleman who said he basically went to a... Nexium Recruit Party, and all these people that everybody's talking about were're all there at one time. Um. Uh, Anthony Weiner was supposedly there and he mentioned this guy Eric Schredderman, was also at this party And it was like a- I mean,
2: that's what I'm saying think of the timing of the last six months one of the I forget her name One of the higher-ups not Allison Mack but somebody else who was tied to the Clinton Foundation and funded Clinton She gets pinched or arrested for whatever it was. I don't even think it was it might have been sex related But then Allison Mack gets pinched and then this this attorney general gets pinched and then one us with Weinstein. We've talked about this whether Trump is the white hat or not, but there is clearly an operation going on as it relates to these networks. And I think, like Pat has said, they're going after the low-hanging fruit first and having them some bitches sing. Because <laughs> I mean, we're gonna maybe talk about it, Bourdain, a little bit later. Like, is this all tied domino?
3: In? Domino effect, man. It's
2: all tied in. And like as Pat said, when I saw this Rico thing, you Facebook page on conspiracy Fire, I'm like, bodies will begin to hit the floor from this. This is Disney. This is Americana. This is Bill Cosby on steroids.
0: For sure. And the one thing you will not hear is any of this on the mainstream media. And that is a big problem that we're running into because we talk, you know, within our group, we talk about this. And occasionally an outsider will come into the group, you know, mm-hmm. and it's almost like what. You know, Eddie Bravo calls. uh, You know, Tower Seven and up. You got. You know, you got to be twenty-one and up to get into a bar. You got to be Tower Seven and up to get into our kind of. (laughs) I love um, it. Our kind of conversation uh, into this world. But occasionally, someone who isn't of that level will get into this, and they'll instantly reject it because they haven't heard it. From Rachel Meadows, Wolf Blitzer, Sean Hannity, and all those people. And uh, it, it gets labeled conspiracy. And the thing that we've noticed, and I know you guys have mentioned this to people, is when they talk about Alice and Mack, they just say sex trafficking. <laughs> they don't say what is in the indictment, which is, in fact, child sex trafficking. And she is right. not being tried for sex trafficking. She's being tried for child sex trafficking. That is real shit right there.
2: And that's what I'm saying, people. just you got to be a critical thinker to attempt to get in this. Like, you know, the mainstream media, I don't even fuck with it. What do you expect from a pig but a grunt? I cannot sit and listen to any of those people (laughs) at at, at any point in time and expect to really be informed. Now, are we right about everything all the time? Absolutely not. But we just are at least asking... uh, are at least asking questions that a lot of those immediate entities are not even close to asking.
3: And they're protecting each other. I mean, obviously, pro- look, yeah. think, think about it. Anderson Cooper, I'm just going to say it right now. One of my good friends, who's a Harvard grad, a brilliant guy, written many books, done all kinds of cool stuff in his life, um, was constantly hit on by Anderson Cooper at, at elite elitist parties in Manhattan. He said it was disgusting. He was like, dude, just leave me the alone, man. Wow. Um, you know, so, you know, it, these people are protecting each other without a doubt.
0: Well, I mean, I, a, I've always a, known he's gay. And, hold on, for... on, real quick. I, I've always known he's gay. I mean, everybody knows he's a gay futuristic robot. I, I, I have no problem with that. I have no, problem with, that.
3: Robot.
0: I have no either, problem with somebody way, being gay. You know, I don't care
3: anybody's sexual preference, but yeah. look, man, Nick's a predator, and he uses his his uh, stardom to, to prey on whoever he can. But
0: he's like old school money, like right? Fame. He is, uh, what's his fame? Vanderbilt. He's a Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. He's probably in on these... You know these parties and stuff like that and he's most likely Do you really, think?
2: Do you think? Yeah. I mean come fuck out here. You know. Yeah, you
0: know. he had an intern with the CIA
1: Yeah, after he college.
0: interned with the CIA. I mean it's like come on man. I mean we like that's some real shit. So anyways, the craziest thing and like Jeffrey we had talked about on our phone call is that Elsa Mac got uh basically uh she was able to put up bail and get out. I don't know.
2: So what, Weinstein, Weinstein's out.
3: It's unbelievable to me. I just think think that those people, considering now this RICO lawsuit and all the other things that are happening, um, I think a lot more bodies are going to start falling. I wouldn't doubt people like Allison Mack and Weinstein committing suicide. Weinstein's going to go to prison for life if he's found guilty on this stuff. There's 80 women, 80 women at least, who are filing against him, who are making claims against him, He's going to do life in prison. He's going to off himself or someone else is going to off him. I I wouldn't doubt it for a minute. So let's look at, you brought up some of the people,
0: and I, I completely agree with you. Uh, and we'll get into the connections, the stuff that's going on right now. Um, so Jeffrey, you brought up some of the people who are in this RICO Act, and they are Merrimax Films, New York L.C., Walt Disney Company, Walt Disney Enterprise, Harvey Weinstein... Robert Weinstein, now the whole theory is this, is that Robert Weinstein, his brother, is the reason he's all into this stuff. That his brother wanted him out of, allegedly, wanted him out of Merrimack. So he's the one who kind of got the ball rolling on all these accusations coming out. I mean, they were always known, like they've shown so many times in award shows where they've alluded to what a scumbag Weinstein is, and like what? him laughing at it. it- in the award show, like somebody's monologue, I think it was the uh, it was the guy who created uh, 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 a. Seth
2: guy. had a pretty. Seth yeah. MacFarlane pretty much roasted him right in front of his face.
0: So here are some other people that you've said: James Dolan, Mayor Max again, and who is the gentleman who owns the Bucks you were talking about?
2: Uh, Mark Lass- Lassery or something about L A S R E Y.
0: Oh yeah, there it is, Mark Lassery, L A R S Y. They are all in on this, dude. So well, because the
2: the Knicks owner, the particular Knicks owner, he's on the board of directors of the Weinstein company. That's why that's that's association. But he did have a lawsuit against him as the head of the Knicks because something having to do with Isaiah Thompson or Thomas when he was a head coach groping out some. So they're they're no strangers to these lawsuits. But yeah, it's it reaches to all the ranks of the world. I mean, it's just you know this is everywhere, everywhere.
0: And what is your guys' thoughts that this RICO act is actually about? What is it
3: about? Well, I mean, obviously, obviously, these women. Um, I wouldn't doubt that there's some powerful federal folks, uh, Sessions and other people, who have who have greenlighted this um, or assisted in any of it. I would say that the the attorneys who are going after uh, um, going after Weinstein and Disney and Merrimax probably have gotten some some help from the feds, without a doubt. And I think. You know, when you when you really think of the ramifications of this, think of all of the testimony, think of all of the documents that are going to come out, think of all the text messages and emails and the exposure and the truth that is going to come out that is going to lead to so many other people being in deep shit who are who have been involved in this, and and you can just see the panic in Hollywood. You can, see, I mean, they're like a bunch of children who got caught you know doing horrible things with the dog. I mean it's they're losing their shit.
0: I couldn't I couldn't agree with you more. Uh we were talking about like, you know, Disney has a humongous history of a lot of shady shit. I mean from way back in the day. I mean like the things I've heard about Disney, I've heard that there's a movie out there of allegedly and I'm only saying that because uh, the guy who told me, I, I 100% believe, but of Disney doing some really shady shit back in the day, we know that Mickey Mouse was created as a Nazi propaganda tool that he wanted to give to the Nazis to use to, as propaganda. That is like pretty much facts that has been wiped off from the, uh, the, 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 face of the earth. I, I, I mean, he was a huge Nazi supporter. Have you guys ever heard any of that?
2: Well, I mean, from my understanding, and this, this is an odd little nugget from college, whatever, I think his, he originally came out in the early 30s. But no, you, you'd actually be right, because Looney Tunes, Warner Brothers, they all were doing Nazi basically propaganda back in the day. I mean, it was there was <laughs> the PC police would have freaking came on themselves if they would have saw the shit that was going on with our cartoons. You know, and that's just basic conditioning. You know, well,
3: and, then you, and then you and then and then you add to that, you know, all of the former children stars who are now adults who are going off the rails. Uh, they're crazy. You know, the drugs, the the alcoholism, the you know, suicides, all the crazy stuff. You know, and many of them claiming that they were molested by different agents or you know different uh, different people within the industry att- attached to those to those huge studios and companies and everything else. And um, you know it's it's some pretty pretty bad pretty evil stuff About as evil as you can get
0: uh 100% i mean a whole history of this stuff with disney being connected to all this darkness i've always had a problem with people, adults who do child's entertainment. I'm just being honest with you. We've seen over and over again these adult men in particular who are like, I'm going to be mall Santa. And then they're like all diddling people. Uh, we've seen where <laughs> where are like... It's
2: not funny, but you just Mall said, Santa.
0: You know? I mean, just like over and over again, we've seen like these guys... Look at the guy Nickelodeon right now who just got uh outed Sh- uh schrader's and named
2: dan i Schrader. mean dude who was it uh elmo the guy who did that voice of elmo a few years ago it's like it's a little bit of again a little bit of everywhere
0: and what happened to that guy what happened to I, that dude like did he, he ever go his, to
2: jail he took his freaking elmo money bought an island and probably you know did some lolita island or what the lolita express and probably bought an island and shipped some kids in like who knows
0: Which is, you know, a big thing we see with this stuff. I mean, if you take a look at the L.A. Sheriff badge, I mean, it has the pedo symbol right in it, man. And nobody thinks, they're like, oh, it's just, I'm like, I mean, it's Let me
2: ask you guys, do you guys, have you heard about pandas being symbols for pedo stuff?
0: Stop, I got a panda tattooed on me. What are you talking about?
2: (laughs) No. So I've heard. I've heard through the music and through. I've heard the panda is now the new symbol. One of the new symbols. Oh, fuck And that, I know there's like dude. a song from designer. I think his name is some rapper. You can't understand what the fuck he's saying. No. But it's all about panda. Panda. Nope. I won't let him take it. I won't let him take it.
0: I won't let him take it. I won't let him take it. The panda get a cover up. The the panda is black, white, and knows kung fu and fights racism. Okay, that's what it does. It's not a pedo symbol. I I, I I, I was
2: just hearing. I might've heard. I'm definitely not. You might
0: might want to get it all colored in and turned into a grizzly. Yeah, that's true. I might have to become the black bear. That's what we're talking about. Um, So, I mean, and and we continue this. I mean, look at, look at all the huge arrests that just happened at Disney and Legoland. I mean, like huge, huge. And like, let's be honest, who has been the channel that more than any other channel that has gone after Trump Disney. I mean, look at ABC. Look at Jimmy Kimmel. And I love Jimmy Kimmel because my friend works there. I'd hate for anything to happen to his thing. But there's been a real I mean, who put like just think about this Stormy Daniels, who has a connection to the Nexium cult. She was a guest on the Jimmy Kimmel show, a porn star who's done gangbang videos. Has been was on a talk show on ABC. I mean, like, she's one
3: of the three. She's one of the three new leaders of the Democratic Party, man. <laughs> it's unbelievable to me. It's unbelievable. How people how people still consider themselves progressives and uh, you know that far left leaning in terms of look. Again, whatever you do with other adults, consenting adults, I don't care. But there's so much. There's so much disturbing material, so many bad things going on um, and just the pure Marxist mentality along with the evil stuff that they're doing to children and, and everything else that how how have people not just completely flooded away from that mentality and left them on an island?
0: Well, I mean, it's like I saw this female comic put out, you know, this tweet, and I had to unfollow her, even though I think she's a wonderful person. It's about, like, we need to replace all politicians with women. And I'm like, I, used, and I wanted to list all the women that, I've, that have done horrible stuff as politicians. And what they do is they just exclude it. They disengage I mean that could be on every side. I mean, like when we had the praying medic on here, who has a wonderful Q Anonymous website. You know, when I brought up George Bush and Cheney, he like he reluctantly admitted that they were shading up to no good, like because they have an R by their name. He was very reluctant. I think we get into these identity politics, and it's literally like politics, identity politics, not just race right. or gender where we pick a side based on an R and a D, you know, and you see like this push for diversity in politics. And I'm really totally down with that. Like I I want, I want the best, whoever the best is to get the job. But the notion that if someone's a woman or a gay or ethnic, that they're going to walk more purely into politics is laughable. Because the only thing that matters is green. And that is money at the end Hmm. of the day. And money corrupts, everybody i don't care what your gender is or your sexual orientation or your racial or religious group money rules everything
3: and and the best of the people that go there with the best of intentions get compromised and And suddenly they're voting against their constituents and you can't figure out why where where things went off the rails and you can bet your ass they've been compromised
0: And, and the truth of the matter is it's like the person you believe these people to be you believe them to be this loving philanthropist who does charity work and helps the poor and the sick. That person doesn't run for politics. That person right. works on the actual streets with the people who need the help. You know they actually are yeah. Yeah. helping the poor, helping the homeless, helping the sick. You know, helping the vets coming back. Uh, from wars, bankers' wars with PDSDs, trying to pass laws, you know, of, of, to uh, get them to be able to do like, you know, psychedelics, maybe microdose to help them deal with these kind of, you know, uh, war d- uh, damage done to their brains. You know, they, they, those people don't actually run for office. They want to help. They're the,
2: ones who, they're the ones who vote to send them to war, in fact.
0: Yeah, right? The opposite of those people go there for power and greed and all that other stuff. And that's really the truth, man. And it's kind of crazy. So, you know, what we've seen, you know, and you guys had Saw Man on your show and, you know, you guys were really excited about a lot of stuff he said and, he went to Tucson. Let's get into that. He went to Tucson and he investigated that, that, that camp. And what I really do believe happened is that the people in the truth community are so desperate. And I mean this in a loving way. So desperate for the, for the mainstream media to cover this whole thing. That we see it's going on when we connect the dots of Pedogate. We see what's going on. That we were so desperate to push out what they found that could have blown up in our faces a little bit. And not that Sawman is a bad person or an evil person. Well,
3: Sawman was the one that exposed Tucson as being false, actually. Um, the uh, control VOP, were the ones that that thought it was a uh, sex trafficking, child sex trafficking camp. And so Sawman went, they, they, they started investigating, and I talked to another gentleman who's a police officer out there and, and, you know, the, the veterans on patrol have, have done some very cool stuff like thrown guys up on billboards with rifles and all kinds of crazy stuff and gone out of control. And, um, the guy that runs that thing, you know, has a questionable past. He is a, a veteran and I think he means well, but I think there's something going wrong potentially with that guy. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not going to claim a hundred percent either way, but, um, it, a lot of people have, have disproved it and, and said, look, this is this is a homeless camp. There's a lot of homeless camps. You know, homeless people have sex too. There's rubbers there. You know, there's this, that, whatever. So, you know, it is what it is. But um Sawman, Sawman has the best of intelligence. He's got some very high level people attached to his crew. And and you know, so so he was one of those who went there, inspected everything and said that, you know, this is a this is a nothing burger.
0: Okay, so Sawman is different than the group that found this stuff. It wasn't Sawman. Saw Sawman's sh-
3: totally different. Yeah, Sawman's totally different. And uh um there's a lot of police officers that are actually pretty upset by what some of these this Veterans on Patrol group has been doing. They've they they're it's Veterans on Patrol, I think, you know, mean well, but they're so desperate to get out something. And when I started seeing their posts and the guys on the water tower and all that sort of stuff. I, I took a step back. I did, and I I went. You know, this is this is you know, this is you're 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 pushing the envelope with this sort of stuff when you're saying I'm up on the water tower with a rifle and you're not going to get me down. That's that's getting a little crazy. Now, granted, um, you know the the company associated with that camp, uh, the concrete company. Semex, Semex. You know they are being investigated by the Feds. I know there's a lot going on with that. And, can you tell uh, you know, us little... going to com- Comment one way or another. I don't need a oh, lawsuit against me. <laughs> okay. And everything, so... <clears throat> everything that we're saying obviously is is you know conjecture and and ideas being passed back and forth. You know we're not making any concrete claims, but no, oh, ah, boom. Yeah, oh. right. uh, so
0: we can't get into that I think
2: that's whole what company. a lot of this. I'm mm-hmm. sorry
0: we can't get into anything about that company and what they're doing or is that is that too dangerous of a topic to talk about right now
3: well not necessarily it's it's um for me i want to wait until the investigation starts breaking open you know until they start uh releasing some stuff or um evidence on on what's been going on and and um you know to make any to make any claims. If Jeff wants to go there, you know, he's more-
2: No, uh, I mean, I I think that's what helps spurn a lot of whoever's like, you know, thinking something was going on there because I read that SimEx company had some ties to the Clinton Foundation. And I think from there, it just like, you know, well, it has to be child trafficking if the Clintons are involved. So we tend to, you know, kind of jump to conclusions. But you know, in my opinion, I'm still on the fence, man. I. You know the mayor of that city is the mayor of that city, and his name is Rothschild. His name is Rothschild, and there were trees with bondage stuff on it. I mean, there's, I, I'm not. You're, he's absolutely right. Craig definitely has uh, Craig summit story has definitely, <laughs> you know, the most intelligence, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't know. Could be also trying to avoid a lawsuit.
0: Uh, it's very interesting that the homeless of Tucson are into Fifty Shades of Grey sex, but yet still use condoms. It's very interesting that. The only people who seem to be using condoms are the homeless at this point. Everybody seems to be pregnant. It's just it's just very interesting. They're kinky, but they play safe, which is interesting
2: right, right, right. That- for homeless
0: people. Even though you're homeless in Tucson where it's a, a thousand degrees, like why wouldn't you just get out of fucking Tucson and go to San Diego where it's warmer? But, anyways, so so does this whole thing and we'll get into, you know. Anthony Bourdain and the Duchess, who have are no longer unfortunately with us. Um, does all this fall into this Q anonymous thing? is Q anonymous? Is this reinforce the drops of Q? Jeffrey, are you still suspicious of Q? I don't
2: know. I honestly have not been hearing any of his recent updates to know if this coincided with it at all. The last time I heard something about Q, he was saying the Pope was going to have a bad week and then 30 Chilean or Argentinian uh, bishops, bishops resigned. resigned. Right. That was the last thing I really heard. I haven't heard any um, any newer information, so I can't really say. But, I mean, to say that, again, look at the timing of all of this, this, the storm, these arrests, these hangings, these indictments. We would just be, of course they're going to do what they can to cover it up and obfuscate it, make it seem like a depression or whatever. That's my humble opinion, but, in fact bodies are and will continue to hit the floor as the storm and the ramifications of all of this continue to expand you know but as far as uh uh anthony bourdain i think that is so so very unfortunate i was a huge huge fan of him and his show and you know what i immediately did i immediately his twitter account just to see what he was talking about the last few days and in the last few weeks he was roasting harvey weinstein roasting Hillary Clinton in the beginning of May saying, Hillary, I'm not a huge HRC fan. I'm, I'm being basically harassed by her operatives and it's not fun. And then her his gal, Asia Ortega or something like that, Pat Asia got his Argento. phone on, Asia Argento says, just roast Harvey Weinstein, says he raped me at this Cannes Film Festival speech. And then, you know, weeks later, this happens. I mean, it's, the timing is very, very suspicious. Yeah. I wasn't there and I don't know, but all of this to me, just it's all leaning towards the same stuff. Now, and might the
3: freak out, and might the freakouts uh, happen in California and the Hollywood um, elites? You know, have anything to do with the uh, attorney The United States Attorney Office in Central California has had over three thousand sealed indictments filed ever since the end of October, right after the and it talks about the Manafort indictment. The uh, Manafort indictment had nothing to do with Trump and everything to do with John Podesta and Huba Abedin.
0: Yes, and yes, yes. And nobody talks about that. And the, district, And the same thing is with Carter Page. It goes gotcha. back gotcha. to other stuff that is before Trump and I'm like then I'm not serious, serious to talk good or bad about Trump you know I, I've stated my opinion I think he's a half moon president he's a white hat and a black hat and there's some things that he's doing that I think is good and I and, you know like people go oh, so, yeah, Trump's not a good guy I'm like compared to you me Ryan and you guys maybe yeah <laughs> Trump's not a good guy compared to the people in which he the playing field in which he's playing to it's another day at the office dude you know it's like he's no I mean like this stuff going after child sex trafficking, going, uh, fighting uh, t- uh, tariffs that uh, a lot of people are getting angry about. That these tariffs, like, oh, they're, they're, he's uh, going to tariff all these people. It's bad for business. But do you have a problem? They're tariffing us, and you just watch yeah,
3: people. people should don't understand strategy. Trump put those tariffs out there to make them come to the table and say. And Trump said in an interview just uh, yesterday. I don't want tariffs. I don't want government subsidies for any of this stuff. I don't, I don't want unfair trade. We need to take tariffs off completely, no tariffs, and let people trade and let, let companies do their thing. Let people make things. Let's put people to work, uh, give people jobs. You know, the, the government subsidies is unfair, you know, take it all away. He's a free market guy, man. And without free market, you know, it's, um, my, my good friend, uh, uh, Andrew Wilkow said, you know, in a true free trade environment, the only people not wearing shoes are by choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree with that, man. So and, and the Marxists who, under, who understand nothing about an economy and how free trade lifts everyone up— uh, you know, are losing their minds, and they'll lose their minds over anything because one, they don't understand what the hell they're talking about, but two, they're just told to hate Trump.
0: Yes, and you see it happen all
2: the time, and it's just like everywhere. It just it, that that astounds me, quite frankly. Just the hatred of this man completely transcends any of this. Conversation. I had to tell my mom the other day. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry that your boy Obama, who you voted for twice, played you, and you just don't realize it because he did the smooth Mac Daddy bullshit on you. Where it's easy to hate Trump. He's a heel. I get it, but. If you only knew the scores of body this man has helped, you know, stack up, and and the other kind of shit we're talking about with the children. I mean, it's just, it's insane to me that they don't even, you know, like you said about people who come in here who aren't quite uh, building seven ready. They're, they're not, honestly. It's almost like, you know, in Star Wars, we don't want to start teaching kids the Force too late in life, you know, and and in The Matrix, we don't want to open people's minds too late because it fucks them up. People are just really, really. Locked into some, uh, to, I guess, brainwashing conditioning. That's all I can really call it, because it's, to me, this shit is not a puzzle. It's not a puzzle at all. And I guess maybe I don't know. It's it's frustrating, dude, because,
3: and I'd like to go to specifics in terms of Bourdain. You know, the, I saw a New York Times, a New York Times tweet that went out and said, you know, that there was some some suspicious stuff around Bourdain's death. Um, so I'm sitting there thinking, well, if they're willing to put something out like that. Was it actually a suicide? You know, I I mean, we have heard from several Hollywood stars, and several of them have put tweets out about, you know, the, the Mossad links to Weinstein, him using Mossad, former Israeli special forces, to have people killed and silenced, and... It's not that hard or that far of a stretch to think that a small French village where Bourdain is staying suddenly gets infiltrated by a couple, couple high-level special forces guys, former special forces guys, and stretches neck for him. You know, it's, 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 it's possible. It's what? certainly possible with all the Hollywood stars, several of them that have gone out on a limb and said that Weinstein uses Mossad to go after people, um, that, that Bourdain did not kill himself.
2: Let me well, ask. Just, just to add on to that, this has been a few years, but this was caught on hotel surveillance tape. I think he was either a Hamas or a Hezbollah leader in a hotel, and I forget where exactly he was. And they show this three-four man team basically go into. They show the Hamas guy go into his hotel, and then these four guys come in, and then the four guys leave, and this Hamas dude winds up dying. You know, he, they say he hung himself, but the tape shows that these guys pretty much took him out. And this, really? is, you know, this is a I'm sorry?
0: Really? That really happened? That's on video? Oh, my God.
2: You can Google that. YouTube that. Hamas leader, Hezbollah leader, um, killed by Israeli special forces. I think, I don't know where the hotel was. Maybe Dubai or something like that. But it happens all of the freaking time, man. If you know anything, I'm not an expert. Covert ops, black ops, wet works. This is... This is par for the course, man. Look, man, man
3: the, the Mossad people are the best at that type of work, obviously. I'm sure we've got some very skilled people. I've certainly worked with a few of them uh, in terms of just uh, training in the caveman arts that I know. But, um, you know, the book Black Sept or the terrorist group Black September, that was responsible for, I believe that was their name, that were responsible for killing the Israeli athletes at the Munich Olympics in 1972. You know, the Israeli government made a public statement and said every single member of that terrorist organization will, will remain. You can go to any corner of the earth and we're going to find you and you will be dead. And that organization no longer exists. It didn't take them long. They whacked everyone. They found them in Thailand. They found them um, all over Asia, in Africa, wherever they had to go. Mossad hunted them down and killed them for what they had done to the Israeli athletes. So they're very capable of taking out a cook.
2: And and, and one statement we made in our our conversation with Eva Bartlett in this book called Mossad, this top Israeli spy by the name of Eli Cohen was so dope, gentlemen, he became the Syrian Minister of Defense. An Israeli spy became the Syrian Minister of Defense and they found him out and killed him and all that stuff. Oh, really? So Mossad are, are bad motherfuckers, dude. Wow.
0: Wow. I can't. That's for building seven. That's that's yeah. That's building six and up. That's how deep that shit is. Holy <laughs> cow, man! You guys, now let me just play devil's advocate real quick, just because I already know what we're gonna hear about Bourdain. Um, what about his? Uh, any truth to his girlfriend was cheating on him? Any truth to that? That they, they, she was caught cheating, and at that age, maybe he's heartbroken. We've seen this stuff before. You know, they've, you know, and, and uh, any thoughts on that? I, like again,
2: I checked his I checked his timeline of his Twitter. They had been hanging out in uh, in France shooting an episode, I believe shooting an episode of, of his show. In the picture, I didn't see, she was supposedly spotted with this dude in Rome recently. And I just, I'm, again, I'm not in the relationship, so I don't know if there was that separation for that to happen, but uh, is it possible? Absolutely, absolutely that's possible. When you look at everything else in context, to me, that just seems kind of like you know giving a, a a plausible reason why he might have done it, as opposed to his girlfriend roasted Weinstein in front of millions. If that video's gone viral, he's been roasting Weinstein. He's been talking about Hillary's goons. Like the connection is pretty easy to make.
0: Why take out Why take out Bourdain? Why not take out uh, warning? The chick. Why not take out Rose McGowan?
3: If 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 this is. Really, taking out the woman, taking out the woman that made the speech at Cannes Film Festival, I think is too obvious. Taking out Bourdain isn't as obvious,
2: and Rose is obvious. If you take out Ashley Judd, it's just obvious. And I think, I think knowing, like I said, he kind of, he was his girl. Oh, she was his girl, dude. He loved that. They've been together for a very long time, and you know, and, yeah, I'm not gonna speak on that. But yeah, they've known each other for a very long time, and it's just, uh, you know. Is it possible, bro? Of course, it's possible. He could have been heartbroken, and all that. But again, on Instagram, he's like, "This is the happiest I've ever been." If you follow some of his stuff, like the dude was living life. He was a freaking jujitsu addict. He was a blue belt in jujitsu and just love rolling. I mean, the dude was living his life. I just don't see, you know, again, depression. Everyone know he could. They could be one way one day, and then I, I get it. I get it. But I just don't think this is how this played out. Hmm. Hmm.
0: interesting for sure we live in interesting times man well guys uh, I appreciate you guys coming on who knows I'm dying to see now
3: uh, Pat are you still a Q guy are you still in the Q Uh, look I I do follow some of the Q stuff obviously I I pay attention to it he's look he's been right he's been he's been prophetic on many many occasions that I've I've paid attention to so um, they have talked about you know, fake Q accounts being started and, you know, that whole, you know, misinformation campaign by the, look, intelligence communities have plenty of money to work with to get people in, to do things, to do things that, that we're not capable of doing. We don't have the intelligence uh, in terms of the funding, the, you know, the ability with computers, you know, all the other stuff, the surveillance. So, you know, anything's possible, but Q has been right many, many, many times. And so I'm, I'm certainly not discounting any of any of Q's material. Have you
2: heard... Just a closing statement on that. I think the timeline, when I said this to you, uh, Sam, they don't blow their wad quite yet. The storm and all that is absolutely real. And I think a lot more is going to be coming up towards the end of summer, moving into fall, moving into these midterm elections. So look out for what they call those October surprises. I think we're going to see a lot more of those. And unfortunately, we're going to see false some flags. more... False flags. And we're going to see some more bodies dropping.
0: Um, let me ask you something. Do you, today was supposed to be a big day. You saw it in all the tweets. Uh, you know, June 11th. Has anything happened to make you think that's, I mean, there was a big day push June 11th. June 11th, a hammer's going to drop June 11th the shit shitstorm. I never June. heard
3: that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I was paying attention to that, Sam. And, I mean, you know, right now, one of the great, one of the biggest meetings in world history you know, between uh, North Korea, South Korea, our president. You know, I mean that that was big stuff. But I would say that you know we have to wait and see kind of what happens. There's been sometimes a few days or a week before big things happen. The timeline has been off a little bit. But I've paid attention to Q since the very beginning, and and Q was talking about Weinstein going down. Q was talking about uh, a lot of, a lot of people going down, and and a lot of people have gone down, man. I agree. He's,
2: It's, it's, you know,
3: this is just the start, you know, still Weinstein is a huge name. I mean, that's a giant fish and he's going down, he's going, he's going to prison for life most likely. And there's going to be a lot more huge names. And I think that this, this whole process is a slow conditioning of the American mind to be able to absorb and deal with what's really going to be coming.
0: I, I, I also think I get nervous when they put dates on this, because I think when you put a date on something. It ends up changing the narrative, mm-hmm. and when you go, this yeah. is going to happen on this day. Forces that wash this can work to know something's coming and make sure it doesn't happen. Well, gentlemen, uh, they are from the conspiracy farm. Uh, I appreciate you guys coming on the show. Anytime we can powwow with the you, you guys, and your amazing podcast, we love it to death. I appreciate you guys being our friends, and uh,
3: we will uh, talk. And we got to get that. We got to get that thing set up in Chicago when you guys are gonna do your do your stand-up we, show there, we need to go to the Gentleman's Cooperative who makes the greatest suits in the world and do uh we need to do a podcast live there. Let's do with it. A live studio audience. And I'm telling you, dude, it will be off the hook that it is a beautiful company, a beautiful penthouse in Chicago, downtown Chicago, you will love that place.
0: Well, hey, dude, I'm down. We're just waiting for Live Nation has asked us to hold off on booking dates until they can figure something out. Once we get all that going, we'll know when we're going to be in and I'm totally down with doing Anything you guys want in Chicago, that would be a lot of fun. It would be an honor to sit well, down.
2: Well, Chicago, Chi-Town, give us a quick shout-out. Is that something you guys would be interested in? And let's test and see if it's something people might even, you know. I'm, I'm assuming All the fans, they dig it. I'm tell assuming they tell they dig us. It. All the fans
3: need to tell us.
0: Yeah, I mean, guys, just start hitting us up and just know – the plan is to come and spread the word and bring the Conspiracy Farm, Higher Side Chats, uh, the guys from uh, – who are the guys? The Grimerica America The Grimerica, Grimerica guys. Conspiracy guys. Get yeah. all of us uh, – also, what's-his-face um, – Who's the guy who did the Flat Earth Tour? Dan Cummings podcast. Time suck. Time suck. Get us all under one roof and just bring the communities together. Uh, You guys have been great. We love you two very much. Thanks again, Pat, Jeffrey, for coming on. We'll do it again soon. We'll make sure Eddie's here. Guys, thanks for tuning in to Tinfoil Hat. Uh, Five-star reviews. Check it out. Check out the Patreon. Patreon Patreon.com tinfoil hat we got an amazing episode about to come on with jessa reed it blew my mind last night we'll talk to you guys soon take care
2: later guys pat just farted